This episode is sponsored by Drop and Omaha Steaks. We're back mm-hmm. after taking a week off for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And boy, do we have a bit to catch up on. I guess we may as well start off with John Schnatter, better known as Papa John, mm-hmm. who has been laying low for the last year and a half following a little incident involving a racial slur, only to inexplicably reappear this past week for an uncomfortably long sit-down interview with Louisville station WDRB to show the world that he's doing just fine, folks. Yeah, just like Prince Andrew, he thought now was the time to do an interview and how could it ever go wrong? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so <clears throat> doesn't appear that he's doing all that great still. Uh, first off, Papa John, he doesn't look so good these days. He looks uh, very greasy or, or sweaty or maybe just wet for whatever reason. I mean, they, they, not the best camera work and lighting work on this interview, to say the least. Regardless of that, <laughs> That though, didn't help. Yeah, it was doing him no favors. Yeah. Uh, he's puffy. He's red. He's dead in the eyes. So, so what is going on with that? Well, one explanation is that, according to the Papa himself, quote... I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Uh, and real quick math, that's a lot of that's pizza lot to of eat. Pizza. Yeah, even if you're just having a slice or two and not eating, the, not eating the whole pie. He didn't say slices. He said pizzas. Yeah, yeah. Well, Papa John brought, up that, uh, brought that up as part of a claim about how Papa John's, the company, has supposedly changed their pizza recipe. And he would know since he's been eating it daily and sometimes twice daily for the entire past month. But uh, that sure is a lot of pizza. That man is dedicated. He's, he's doing pizza science that, that us regular humans yeah. can't even approach. You know, they said it's unhealthy, uh, inadvisable, mm-hmm. but I did it anyway. He had to find out if the recipe had changed, and that mm-hmm. takes a lot of blind taste tests. Yeah. Another explanation, though, for Papa John looking like absolute shit, despite almost certainly sitting in makeup before the interview, is that uh, maybe he was absolutely wasted. It could be. That's just a hunch. But Papa John does have a bit of a reputation for hitting the sauce. Not, not just the pizza sauce. I'm not talking about marinara. <laughs> no. Talking about a little bit of grandpa's medicine. Yeah. Uh, there's, of course, this famous photo from the 2013 NCAA basketball championships featuring Papa John looking similarly greasy and dead-eyed while literally holding on to two young men to avoid falling down. Can we get a picture? And you can hold me up. You got it. <laughs> yeah, that photo uh, then led to lots of other unverifiable stories about Papa John also being shit-faced. Yeah. One Deadspin reader wrote in uh, wrote in claiming that uh, he had seen Papa John getting shit-faced at a Portland strip club with NBA player Bonzi Wells and spilling booze everywhere while singing the phrase, my neck, my back, over and over and over again to himself. It's <laughs> a great story. Uh, yeah. Uh, another Deadspin reader said that they used to regularly see Papa John at a local Louisville bar getting trashed with women the reader described as chicken heads. <laughs> bok, bok! Uh, and those chicken heads were uh, definitely not his wife, who is not a chicken head. No. That's why he has to go out to these Louisville bars. He's a classy lady. Yeah. Uh, God, there's nothing wrong with chicken heads, Elliot. The chicken head viewership is going to be very upset with you marginalizing yeah. them. Bok, bok. You know who you are. Uh, anyways, commenter, uh, commenter on the site, uh, Fark, claimed to have run into Papa John at a hotel bar and just seen him getting absolutely wasted off just two shots of whiskey, calling him a lightweight. Little did that commenter know that he had been drinking for hours in his hotel room, probably. Yeah, that's probably it. Although the, the commenter did say that, like, he was with other Papa John's executives, and yeah. the other executives were like, yeah, he's a fucking lightweight. This guy gets trashed off just two shots of whiskey. Jeez. So I don't know. Well, but, that's a good excuse then for the rest of the times him being shit-faced. He just can't hold his alcohol. It's not that he's over-drinking. It's just that his body doesn't metabolize it as correctly as everyone else. You see, the thing is, when you eat 
pizza every day. You build a base. You get drunk. It's just science. You get drunk very fucking fast. Well, that's that's a good excuse for all of the other problems that he's had with public intoxication. Uh, yeah. It, it explains a lot of it away. And maybe that commentary is actually Papa John himself. <laughs> actually, it's you give me one beer and I turn into a complete mess. So. Papa John 100% does not know what fark.com is. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, there's no way of knowing if any of those, you know, Stories are true. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Deadspin, though. Yeah. Um, they were very much on the case with that one. Sure. Also, eating 40 pizzas in a month probably has similar effects to long-term alcoholism. He was literally <laughs> leaking grease out of his <laughs> yeah. pores. Uh, anyways, as for why exactly Papa John decided to sit down for this interview, uh, it was basically just an opportunity for him to talk shit on the people currently running the company that he founded. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, coincidentally, people that he himself originally hired. Yeah. But uh, yeah, at one point, he vaguely claimed that a reckoning is coming, and to stay tuned. Creepy. And he yeah. also made the case that um, the N-word incident, the costume's job, it was actually a setup. Yeah. Now, in case you need a refresher on all this, Papa John's issues with his own company began during an investor phone call in 2017 when he blamed the NFL for Papa John's poor performance. Basically, he talked shit on NFL leadership for not doing enough to stop players from kneeling during the national anthem, which was making people not want to watch football and therefore not wanting to eat Papa John's pizza because they aggressively advertise on the NFL. Yeah, they were the official pizza of the NFL. Uh, does, uh, 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 what's his name still own a part of Papa John's? Uh, the the uh, quarterback for the Denver Broncos. No, not John Elway, the other one. No idea. One of the Mannings. Peyton Manning. Oh, good for him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, look... What he said on that call, it's not an entirely illogical take to have. But also, uh, the National Anthem protests were a sensitive topic revolving around uh, police violence and racism. And he'd have probably been better off just not saying anything at all. Wait, I thought it was about disrespecting <laughs> the troops. How many times do we have to oh, go over this? Oh, jeez. Yeah, following uh, those comments, a lot of people who supported the kneeling players decided to stop ordering pizza from Papa John's. And uh, white nationalists on the other side of the aisle started calling Papa John's the official pizza of the alt-right. None of this was good for business, Mm. and so two months later, Papa John stepped down as CEO of his company, though he did remain the chairman and, of course, the brand mascot. It's that butter dipping sauce that brings people together, though. Yeah. Some people just can't give up the Papa John's, no matter how racist they are. Is your pizza too healthy? What if you just dipped it in, like, liquid butter? They're the only company that allows me to live the freedom that I desire. Yeah, and, you know, when you're done with your pizza, you might have a little bit of liquid garlic butter left over. Just rub it all over your face and hair, Mm -hmm. and then go to an important meeting that might be filmed on camera. Yeah. There you go. You'll look great. So a few months after all of this, Papa John's, the company, decided to try and do something about their image problem and prevent another incident where the face of the company tacitly expresses approval of police violence against black people. Yikes. So they hired a marketing agency to give Papa John some diversity sensitivity training on a conference call. And in the midst of this call, where the Papa was supposed to be learning how not to seem like a racist, Papa John dropped the hard R N-word. He said boomer. No, he said the N-word with the hard R. Uh, Specifically, he was upset that he was having to do this when other fast food icons got away with being way more racist, saying, quote, Colonel Sanders called blacks blank, and Sanders never faced public outcry. Cool. Uh, Yeah, he also apparently talked a bunch on this call about how back in Indiana, where he's originally from, they used to drag black people from trucks until they died. This anecdote... We've come a long way, baby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
That fun little anecdote and the slur were, according to Papa John, not him actually being racist, just discussing racism. Oh, opening a dialogue. I'm trying to talk about how not racist I am. And uh, people just, you know. <laughs> Let me get this out of the way. I'm going to say the N-word. Yeah. <laughs> just break the ice. Yeah. Uh, but immediately following that phone call, the marketing agency that was hired for the sensitivity training uh, canceled any further plans. <laughs> this guy is, uh, we can't fix we this We can't guy. help you, sir. Uh, yeah, they apparently decided that Papa John was a lost cause, and then when the story got leaked to the press a little later, Papa John was forced to resign as chairman. Anyways, according to Papa John, the man, he was set up, meaning, well, I don't know, I, I guess, <laughs> according to him, his colleagues wanted him gone, and they knew that he wouldn't be able to resist dropping an N-bomb on a conference call about racism, yeah. so, you know... They, they put all the pieces in line, and then they, they flicked over the first domino. Yeah. It's the same guys that talked about how he was a lightweight. Like, you yeah. can't even talk about racism around this guy without him dropping it. Just get someone on the phone. Hey, John, big conference call later today. We, you got, wanna... you a, we got you a hotel room, and the minibar is stuck. Yeah. You it's know, on the company you card. You want to loosen up before this, this phone call with maybe, I don't know, two shots of your favorite. Oh, man, I was on a call with him last week, and it was stressful. You know what I did? Had a couple Mick Ultras calm me right <laughs> down. We got the minibar stocked, John. Just go for it. <laughs> Uh, anyways, whether Papa John is full-on racist or just an extremely ignorant person is anyone's guess. Or if maybe he's just the type of person that can't see the difference between saying the N-word and the N-word. Because that would have solved a lot of problems. Yeah. Still, still, his anecdote wasn't great. Not great. No. <laughs> uh, there's, there's uh, N-word aside, there's more than enough evidence uh, to support calling him a shitty person. Now, for example, back in 2012 on a shareholder conference These call. These damn conference calls. They're, they, <laughs> they're what gets you. Never put Papa John on the phone. He can't be trusted. That's why mobsters talk in person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for example, back in 2012, on that conference call, he said he opposed the Affordable Care Act on the grounds that it would mean adding between 11 and 14 cents to the cost of each pizza they sold, which is a hilariously insignificant amount of money to be bitching about when it means your employees might actually be able to go to the doctor once in a while. And pretty much, as I mean, again, we live in a bubble. Yeah. But as far as I saw, when people saw that, they were like, like, yeah, yeah what? let's do 50 cents. Like, I wouldn't even notice if you added that to the price. Let's do 50 cents and give them full health care yeah. in retirement. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you're just inadvertently exposing just how little of a burden yeah, yeah. benefits are for yeah. a company. And, and for any multitude of companies out there, too. Yeah. Like, this is how insignificant it is. Yeah. Like, instead of uh, this, they should have had, instead of the roundup for charity on the receipts, a roundup for healthcare for our employees. It's like, we'll yeah. round it up to the next dollar, and uh, whatever's left over, we'll give to our employees so that they can go to the doctor when they have the flu. Ugh. And not get you sick because they're around your pizza. I know, yeah. You'd want, uh, you'd think, I'd want, That's you'd the want other food thing. service employees to be in good health and Ugh. not showing up to work sick because they can't afford to go to the fucking doctor. Listen, I hate. And they have like sick days and whatnot. I hate to say this on a public conference call, but if, uh, if uh, our customers want the employees that are working around their food to not be sick, it's going to cost, cost like 11, 11 cents. <laughs> Every pizza. Yeah, so that's that's obviously a no-go there. And our margins, they're already razor thin. I mean, we give away like 50,000 free pizzas after every football game. Yeah. So what what are we going to do? Cancel that? Uh, yeah, he's also treated his employees poorly in other ways, like systematically underpaying delivery drivers until a class action lawsuit forced him to pay up six years later. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Domino's gives out cars now, apparently. They have, a little, uh, they have an oven in the back, too. Oh, cool. They have delivery mobiles. That's cool. Yeah. All right. But back to America's third favorite pizza company, <laughs> uh, Papa John's. Yeah, Papa John, the man, he's also allegedly a creepy weirdo. Uh, according to a story in Forbes published not long after he got the boot, 
Uh, Papa John one time groped a lady at a party and then stalked her for a little while, resulting in a lawsuit and a confidential settlement. Uh, various other unnamed former employees uh, told similar stories about other settlements with women and lots of just general sexual harassment and inappropriateness around the corporate office. They also said that Papa John recruited employees to spy on other employees for him and that he liked to snoop around in people's emails without their knowledge. He's got a lot of time on his hands. He just likes, he's, he's the Papa, and Papa yeah. needs to know what's happening in his pizza kingdom. It's like how the royals are going to strip Prince Andrew of everything. The Catholic Church is going to take the Papa thing away from Papa John, and that's going to be the final straw. I don't know if he was calling himself the Pope. That is an interesting, I never made that connection. Yeah, it's Papa John. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. He blesses pizza. He does. Yes. Uh, Papa John claims his former fellow executives and former friends engineered this whole demise. But from the sounds of it, uh, his corporate culture was toxic for a long time. And uh, it's just kind of beautiful irony that eventually the shitty squad of his bros that he hired turned on him. So I guess fuck this guy. Uh, I, I would love to see more interviews. Let's get yeah. him and Prince Andrew a show together. Yeah. Yeah. A podcast. I like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, for years, Papa John's painted himself as the ultimate self-made man, and he ended up blowing all of that by also repeatedly being a self-owned man, which is, again, beautiful irony. Yeah. Now, having said that, hopefully this very sweaty recent interview is just the first of many, because it seems like Papa John, he has a lot to say, and we would love to hear it all. Yeah. And, and going back to the uh, religious aspect of the Papa John, uh, I mean, he said, there's a re- he said there's a reckoning coming. Yeah, I mean... There might be a Papa John's the second somewhere down the road. We put a little bit of holy water on on top of every pie. Yeah. That's what the buttered garlic sauce is. That's holy water. It's blessed. It's American holy water. It's blessed. (laughs) Garlic butter. Uh, Well, Uh. speaking of cell phones, let's introduce this next story via a recent Instagram post from actor Josh Brolin. Tried this perineum sunning that I've been hearing about, and my suggestion is do not do it as long as I did. My pucker hole is crazy burned, and I was going to spend the day shopping with my family, and instead I'm icing and using aloe and burn creams because of the severity of the pain. I don't know who the fuck thought of this stupid shit, but fuck you nonetheless. Seriously. Hashtag black hole Friday. Hashtag black hole sun. Hashtag severe perineum burns. <laughs> Hashtag Santa Monica Fire Department. <laughs> Hashtag asshole care. Yeah, okay. So, first off, this is almost certainly a joke post, uh, as it's a case of Josh Brolin doing a bit of Josh trolling. <laughs> he has been known to do this. Uh, remember the Thanos butt thing? Yeah, he, yeah. he embraced that. He so. has fun on Instagram. But, perineum sunning, a.k.a. getting up in the morning, taking your pants off, and aiming your raw sphincter directly at the sun for a few minutes, it is a thing that is seemingly popular among the I'm smarter than a doctor crowd. News of this trend appears to originate from an Instagram post by a guy calling himself Raw of Earth, who said in the video, In a mere 30 seconds of sunlight on your butthole, you will receive more energy from this electric node, the sun, than you would in an entire day of being outside with your clothes on. And bam! Cut to three naked dudes lying down outside spread eagle. Yeah. Might as well really, get the balls some sun, too. There's plenty of space, but they're doing it right next to each other. Mm-hmm. They're, they're crossing feet. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, it's like, you know, you're getting a little... Like, power from the sun and you're forming a circuit with your bros together. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you're, you're recharging, using solar power to recharge that ass. Uh, if you've got a better way to transfer protein strands, I'd like to hear it. So yeah, a few weeks after that post, another Instagram user called Metaphysical Megan. <laughs> Unfollow. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> she demonstrated the technique in a post in which she wrote, 
For the past few weeks, I have included sunning my bum and yoni, which is vagina, oh, okay. into my daily rising routine. Many of you have been asking about the benefits of this practice. 30 seconds of sunlight on your butthole is the equivalent of a full day of sunlight with your clothes on. Taught by raw of earth and certified health nut. This is an ancient Taoist practice that's been around for a while. Things I've noticed personally in my reality since I've implemented this. Surges of energy almost immediately. Better sleep. Better connection to my sexual energy and control of my life force. So much creativity flowing through my life. Attracting my desires and intentions with ease. Attracting soul tribe and people who are on the same frequency and wavelength as me. I'm spending a maximum of five minutes in the morning doing this. Raw of Earth teaches that 30 seconds is more than enough sunshine exposure down there. This is truly more energizing than slamming cups of coffee and is a great alternative to consuming neurotoxic coffee and caffeine that can disrupt your adrenal gland health. This is such a simple game-changing practice. Try it out and let me know your experience. You can do this anytime the sun is out. I prefer early in the morning. Instagram needs a character limit as soon as humanly possible. No. They already took likes away. Take away the character limit. No, I love it. Well, the problem is this is going to have a, a surge in popularity because since it was No Nut November, no health nuts either. Can't follow it. <laughs> but now it's December 1st. The yeah. pipes are clogged and everyone's going to be out sunning their asshole. Yeah. Gonna be a little, it's a weird time of year to find out about this. A lot of places... Pretty cold out. A lot of people aren't going to be able to go outside mm-hmm. and expose that ass. The sun might not even be out. So mm-hmm. Also, less people out to see your asshole, so that's probably that, good too. That's true. Yeah. yeah. We call it decent exposure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyways, the certified health nut guy that she mentioned uh, also has a post demonstrating this life-changing health trick. Doctors hate him. Uh, honestly, all three of these people, they are in great shape. Is it the butthole setting that's doing it? Or is it the fact that uh, all of them also clearly spend a lot of time in the gym or just being active outdoors in general? Uh, also, I I'm sure that there's a very strict vegan diet going on here and uh, lots of other stuff that goes into this. Probably just the asshole, though. That's probably the source of all of their power. Yeah. It's uh, when you have, if you do it longer than 30 seconds, though, it's a good cleanse because you just shit all over anything it's aiming at. And it burns the whole way out. Yeah. And then it just burns the uh, residue off. So it's it's a clean, it's a clean shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, the practice of gooch tanning does seem to have origins going back to at least 1986, which is the olden days for you kids out there. And it was seen in a book called The Tao of Sexology that Ra of Earth screenshotted and posted to Instagram, which claims that sun worshipping keeps the anal and vaginal areas healthy and free of germs. Now, of course, those know-it-all, know-nothing doctors out there, they say this is all bullshit Mm -hmm. and that no amount of sunlight will kill gooch bacteria, nor would you even necessarily want it to because, in general, your body being covered in bacteria is a good thing. Also, dermatologists aren't too keen on the idea of some of the most sensitive skin on a person's body being exposed to sunlight and potentially getting burned and increasing the risk of skin cancer, especially since you can just take vitamin D supplements if you are worried about not getting enough sun. Shove them up your ass if you're that worried about it. Yeah. Vitamin D suppository. (laughs) Yeah. I know where this vitamin D needs to go. It's not my mouth. Mm -hmm. It's the the other end of the pipe. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, doctors, doctors do hate them. Yeah. But then again, this isn't really a topic that's been scientifically studied uh, at all, because why would it be? So I don't know. Maybe these wellness people actually are onto something. Maybe they're not, though. But I guess the only way to find out is to just drop them jeans, step outside, and spread them legs. I mean, I will say it. Back before clothes were invented, I'm sure that people's assholes got more than 30 seconds of sun a day. 
just through the motions of Directly? living that life. Well, yeah, you bend over to pick up some berries that might kill you because you don't know. And, uh, yeah, it gets a little exposed down there. Yeah, and maybe. You know what? They live to create the greatest society ever known in the universe, America. <laughs> you know, I just thought of uh, you don't need to go outside. They sell those, like, those morning lamps yeah. that simulate... Uh, the rising sun, so yeah. you can wake up, and yeah. like they give you just enough UV rays to, uh, you know, get you out of seasonal affective disorder. You see, you get one of those, put it next to your bed, and you wake up in the morning, you roll over, and you just you pull your pants down, and you know, just push it right up against your your daylight lamp for yeah. I don't know, thirty seconds to five minutes. Boom. There you go. Now there's no risk of being put on a sex offender registry when you do this outside. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the the yogis or whatever these people are called, they would argue against that, saying that uh, the natural light is truly yeah. what gives you its powers. The lamp, it's tainted light. It's yeah. full of toxins. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, you let us know out there with, uh, with all your uh, asshole tanning. Josh Brolin doesn't like it, so... I would take his advice. Yeah. Speaking of buttholes, though, just a few weeks back, we told you a horrifying story about an L.A. woman being attacked by a homeless man who poured a bucket full of hot diarrhea on her head. And unfortunately, appears that it appears that this method of attack, it has spread north to our neighbors in Canada. The typically friendly country of Canada. Not so friendly anymore. Over the course of just a few days in late November, the University of Toronto was absolutely terrorized by a man wielding buckets of hot diarrhea. God damn it. So the These first, copycat offenders ugh. pisses everyone off. So the, the first incident occurred November 22nd at one of the University of Toronto's libraries when a man poured a Home Depot bucket of diarrhea on two people seated at a table before quickly fleeing the scene. Two days later, at a different university library, it happened again. Two unsuspecting people just sitting at a table, probably, I don't know, studying. Uh, they got a hot, stinky surprise when a Home Depot bucket of diarrhea was poured on them. And two days later, there was yet another diarrhea Home Depot bucket attack, this time on a sidewalk just outside campus. Well, I think what we need, the answer is clear. You need to ban Home Depot. Yeah. Because it is the only place that I can think of to buy a bucket. Now, the attacker made no effort to hide their appearance and was caught on camera several times carrying their bucket near where the attacks occurred. But... It could be anyone with a Home Depot bucket. Are we just going to start arresting anyone with a bucket? Yeah. I thought this was Canada. Especially an orange bucket. Mm Mm-hmm. But where else do you buy buckets? I don't know. Thankfully, the Toronto police caught the suspect just hours after the third attack. A little bit slow, but they still got him after the third attack. It was a spree. Uh, And uh, he's been charged with five counts of assault with a weapon and five counts of mischief interference with property. He appeared in court on Wednesday in a hearing that had to be moved to a larger courtroom to accommodate the dozens of students who showed up to face the man who had terrorized their community for the past week. We'll keep you in the loop on any major updates in this case, but as it stands, hot diarrhea bucket attacks are starting to look like a thing that we just have to live with now. Now that the stage Uh, has been set, yeah, that's it. We've got a copycat. I mean, it's look, if I had to choose between getting a Home Depot bucket of hot diarrhea poured on me or getting, like, fucking shot. Yeah, I'll take the bucket. I'll take the bullet. No, I'll take the bucket. But, uh, yeah, not great. Mm-hmm. Not great. Uh, now, anytime I see a bucket or a person with a bucket... Oh, if I see a bucket around... I'm walking on the other side of the street. No, thanks. Nope. Yeah. yeah. It's like a fucking loaded gun sitting there. Mm-hmm. Anyone Someone just have- open carrying their, their shit bucket? Nuh-uh. Not in my community. Yeah. Well, in other less shitty Canada news, uh, we do have an update for you on the Winnipeg man that we recently told you about, Mm -hmm. who for the last 18 years has not worn pants due to a lost sports bet. 
Chris Matthew made a bet back in 2001 that he would only wear shorts until the Winnipeg Blue Bombers win the Canadian Football League's Grey Cup, which at the time they were very close to achieving. Uh, but they lost, though, and Chris Matthew kept his end of the deal, only wearing shorts. The Blue Bombers then made it to the Grey Cup again in 2007, but lost. And again in 2011, but again lost. Yeah. Very disappointing. But this year, finally, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers made it to the Grey Cup, and they won. Well, we freaking did it. <laughs> the Blue Bombers actually flew Chris Matthew out to Calgary for the game on uh, the account of how viral the story went. And following the victory... Shorts guy was brought out onto the field so all the Blue Bombers fans could witness him putting on the first pair of pants that he'd worn in nearly two decades. Thank you for your service. He's a pants guy now. <laughs> Finally. So pants guy told a reporter just after putting on the pants, the game, fabulous. The outcome, fabulous. Wearing the pants, I'm not so sure yet because it's all so new to me now. I mean, he's, he, like I said this last time, but he, he's got to have completely killed all the nerve endings in his lower legs yeah. at this point. Living in Winnipeg and not wearing long pants, like, it is, it is very cold. Yes. It's a very cold place. Mm -hmm. they, they call it Winterpeg, would you, <laughs> would you believe? <laughs> you should come by when it's cold out. Uh, oh, God. In other news, dogs be driving. Yeah. They saw rats and they were like, nah, -uh. we're smarter than you. Yeah, we told you about the rats driving the little tiny cars, but recently in two separate instances, dogs were caught driving full-size human cars. But very poorly. Yeah. In the first case, a Florida dog named Max was in his owner's idling car outside their home and somehow managed to shift the car into reverse, making the car drive backwards in a circle while police and firefighters watched, <laughs> just trying to figure out what the hell to do about any yeah. of this. Eventually, after an hour, the car finally hit a mailbox and some trash cans, and it slowed down enough to free Max from the vehicle. But, you know, probably the best day of his life. I don't know. He killed, I, I, there's probably a lot of dog puke in that car. I don't know. Just around and around and around and My around. dogs, if, if they could ride in a car forever, they would. Yeah. In some sort of dog snow piercer situation. They just love the rumble. Uh, is, was there a crime committed here? Or were they just like, all right, we all had a lot of fun. Pay for the mailbox. We're on our way. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the only thing is, you know, you got to pay for the mailbox. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Take it out of the dog's pay. <laughs> that dog has to do 500 hours of community service. Yeah. But don't let it near a car. Nope. Uh, bizarrely, though, just one day later over in Louisiana, another dog, this time a, just a little tiny chihuahua, it also put its owner's vehicle in reverse. But this time it was at a gas station while the owner was trying to fill up, and instead of going around in a circle for an hour, the car backed into traffic, crossing four lanes and coming to a rest after pulling up into another gas station across the street. So, uh, lucky for that dog. Yeah. Yeah, real Mr. Magoo situation. It, if it, and if it had managed to jump down on the gas pedal... This could have been a big, fiery, uh, yeah. tragic situation. So. It would have only been funner if it backed up into a Taco Bell. <laughs> I guess that dog really yo caroed some Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, let's go see Godzilla. Uh, anyways, we don't know if these two dogs coordinated their plan, if there's any kind of like dog think tank across America yeah. or not, but uh, stranger things have happened. I mean, if, if people are coordinating, uh, you know, yeah. the, uh, copycat poo attackers... Why not copycat dog drivers? Yeah. Some some Labrador flipped a switch somewhere and all the dogs are trying to drive cars now. <laughs> it's time for the plan. <laughs> Initiate. Order 69 is commenced. Nice. <laughs> uh. So that's enough dog news. Uh, how about some cat news? Have you ever wondered what a cat tail looks like without all that fur on it? Well, here you go, and I'm sorry. That's, that's tail. It's not a penis. Mm. And to be clear, that's a cat that's post-surgery with a, a lot of its tail missing. So it does make a little more sense why it looks just like a 
big old swinging dick. But uh, yeah, cool. I saw it, so now you've seen it. My friend had a hairless cat. I don't think its tail looked like a dick, though. Yeah, he probably just never looked at it. <laughs> Look at me again with that tail. This one, it was like lopped off. Ah, so okay. it was a good, a little like, stubby one. Good, like six, seven inch. Yeah, it got a little stump at the end. Mm-hmm. Little, little sort of seam where the the stitches were. Oh, in. okay. And it's just swinging down there, and they shaved around it too in a sort of scrotal shape. Yeah, uh, I saw. Yeah. I, w- I went up to the mountain today to check out the snow. Very close to LA. Someone had made a perfect, beautiful. I wish I had taken a picture of it. Uh, a penis, like a snowman, mm-hmm. it's a giant penis, and they had used twigs all the way around it to make it look all veiny. Oh shit! Yeah, I was. I was impressed. That's dedication. Yeah. But in other animal news, uh, we all owe an apology now to the pro-Second Amendment guy who tweeted, Legit question for rural Americans. How do I kill the 30 to 50 feral hogs that run into my yard within three to five minutes while my small kids play? Because a Texas woman last week did end up getting attacked and killed by feral hogs outside the home where she worked. Which is fucking horrible and not funny. But, again, for some perspective, this is apparently the only... It's like the fifth or sixth time that feral hogs have actually killed a person in the United States since the late 1800s. And again, most of those deaths and injuries before this were as the result of hunting them. Yeah. Not know, just being a bystander. Going out of your way to be in the presence yeah. of feral hogs. So the idea of 30 to 50 feral hogs murdering your kids, still very unlikely, unless this attack ends up being part of a larger trend like we've seen with the hot diarrhea attacks and yeah. the dogs driving cars. And they're, they're, still, they're not even sure if this was actually an attack. They think she might have like had a stroke or something and like or just like tripped and fallen and knocked herself out and then the hogs showed up and took credit for it yeah they they think that might be what happened and that actually does make a little more sense than a bunch of hogs like waiting for some lady to come outside and well you see one of the young hogs wanted to be part of the feral hog gang yeah in order to do that you have to go out and kill a human (laughs) but this one conscience of a saint didn't want to do it found a dead human that was already dead and was like you see that Gord that bitch. That was all me. Yep. And but now you got to watch out. It's part of the gang. Well, moving on. Sorry about the lady, though. Yeah, that's that's sad. Yeah. What a what a fucking way to go. Yeah. But moving on now. Before we get into headlines, we might as well catch you up on the latest election news. Uh, Joe Biden <laughs> nibbling on his wife's little finger, <laughs> just, just motorboating her pointer finger at a campaign stop in Iowa. God, well, that's what true love looks like. Yep. There he is with his wife's finger in his mouth, just giving it a good suck. Now, to be fair, the, don't be fair. The still image makes it look like he just stood there for a while, sucking on that finger like a cow's teeth. That's what I like to imagine it. Uh, but in the video, it's clear that this is just a brief split-second finger suck. It's not clear why, when his wife's hand was directly in front of him, he uh, leaned forward and uh, you know took a little nib on it. But um, yeah. He's probably just like the video. Forward. The video proves that this is totally normal. Then, yeah, it's definitely not malarkey, which Joe Biden has officially come out against, as evidenced by his new campaign bus, the No Malarkey Express. Um, I am baffled as to why you didn't include the speech in here about his leg hair. Uh, yeah. So they would, they, they boys, they would rub my leg hair down. Yeah, it's the man is. It's it's sad. At this point, yeah, the guy is uh, clearly. I am. It. I, 
I'll say I am officially disconnected with reality because I, I watched some some news at home. I had a lot of free time, so I put on the old CNN, the old MSNBC, and, of course, the Fox News. Yeah. And I run the gambit. No one is talking about this man's mental health. Yeah, they're all... And everyone seems to be in complete support of him as the the most capable presidential candidate. And I, it baffles yeah, me. it's... I feel like I live in a different reality than well, everyone else. Well, He's polling really well still. Fox doesn't want to do it because then they'd have to acknowledge that Donald Trump also has, like, a lot of dementia-looking yeah. stuff going on. The other two, yeah, I don't know. I think they've just, like, enough people at CNN and MSNBC have, like, direct or close ties to the people working in the Biden campaign that they're like, ugh. My cousin's brother, he's like the, the campaign manager. And they need I don't want to get a phone that. call. Well, no, but here's the thing. Even in the polls, he's doing really well. And it's like, well, there, it's there was a poll after the debates. And yeah. I watched the debate and I was like, this man is clearly, uh, yeah. not that he's, not that I think he's a terrible person. He's just, I don't think he is fully capable of no. the most important job in the country at no. his age. and his. It's because no one's paying attention. Like the last yeah. debate had like, well, at least Kamala Harris's uh, campaign's imploding. Yeah. The last debate, it was like two million people watched it. Like, people yeah. are fucking sick of this election before it's even really started. Yeah. They're just like, ah, oh, Joe Biden, he was Obama's VP. All right, that's, well, that's, that's his, all I need to know. That's his argument, too. Yeah. I was there. I know the guy. Yeah, that's that's Kids love sitting on my lap, and I love letting them. That's, uh, his website might as well just be like one bullet point. No more. Hey, I was, uh, I was Obama's VP. You his, liked him, right? His new slogan is literally a word that only boomers have used. Yes. Yeah. No malarkey. What the fuck are you talking about? It's so dumb. Yeah. I I hate this election yeah. so fucking much. Like, the Mayor Pete dance, Joe Biden's brain falling out of his head. Yeah. Uh, fucking Elizabeth Warren, her stupid fucking dog, inflatable dog. You oh, seen this oh, shit? oh. Uh, big, uh, big structural Bailey. <laughs> big structural Bailey. Come yeah. on, lady. Yeah. God, you posted so much cringe with this fucking dog. And, uh, yeah. It, it, Charlie, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Booker? Cory Booker. Cory Booker just begging, begging for donations. Yeah. Just pathetic. And, like, posting about his girlfriend, like, a guy who's, like... You guys see who I'm dating, right? Way too insecure. Like, you're dating yeah. fucking Rosaria Dawson. You don't, you, don't need to, you don't need to look so fucking thirsty and desperate about it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, it's time for a little uh, break for our sponsors before we get into headlines. This episode is sponsored by Drop formerly known as MassDrop. They sent us the PC37X gaming headset. It's a collaboration between them and Sennheiser. And uh, look at that thing. Yeah. It's beautiful. This headset, it's great for gaming, and in our case, doing lots of internet research and video editing. Yeah. They're very comfortable, thanks to the open back design. And uh, it keeps things from getting all sweaty and nasty. And these soft ear pads, they ensure that they fit snugly on your head. When you're sitting at a computer for hours, you want comfort. And these have got it. And most importantly, though, the audio quality is great. Sennheiser has been making high-quality audio products for over 80 years, and it shows. When you're in-game, you can hear exactly where those footsteps are coming from, and the microphone quality, very, very good. Ellie, record a sample uh, with that thing. Check it out now. Oh, hey, it's me at home, testing out that microphone for your ears. So if you're in the market for a new set of gaming cans, we highly recommend the PC37X by Drop and Sennheiser. It's got over 10,000 purchases on Drop and loads of five-star reviews, like these ones that you're seeing on screen right now. Head over to the link down in the description and get $20 off your purchase of the PC37X. Again, if you are in the market for a great set of headphones, order the MassDrop X Sennheiser PC37X by clicking the link down in the description. This episode is also sponsored by mm, mm, Omaha Steaks. We got a, 
Got a meal cooking here. Yeah, this season Omaha Steaks is sharing an amazing limited time offer with our viewers to get a jump on your holiday shopping. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code WEEKLYWEIRD in the search bar to order the favorite gift package. The gift all your friends and all of your family are going to love, and it's only $69.99. Nice. Yeah. Order now, and you'll get four six-ounce bacon-wrapped filet mignons, the most tender steak in the world, four savory premium pork chops, four Omaha Steaks burgers, four perfectly browned potatoes au gratin, four made-from-scratch caramel apple tartlets, and an Omaha Steaks seasoning packet, plus, only for our viewers, a free six-piece cutlery set and cutting board. Jeez. All this delicious food, plus the free cutlery set that they'll enjoy for years to come for only $69.99. Nice. Again, order now and you can get the favorite gift package, plus the free six-piece cutlery set and cutting board for just $69.99. And that's by going to omahasteaks.com, typing in weekly weird, all one word, into the search bar. Uh, So don't wait. This offer ends soon. Order the favorite gift package today. Make the holiday special with some filet mignons. They are very good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, time for uh, some funny headlines from the past week or so. Yeah. Starting with police issue update on latex-clad gimp terrorizing sleepy Somerset Village. Hmm. It's a, that's a fun crime. So there's, re- there's real superheroes, and this person is a real villain. This yeah. is a, a person in a gimp suit walking around at night just scaring the fucking shit out of On purpose or just cor- existing in the gimp suit? They don't know, and they haven't seen him in a while. They, they, apparently the police arrested two suspects, but they had to let him go because of lack of evidence. Hmm. So the gimps may be back on the street, but there hasn't been any they, sightings. These suspects, they wouldn't say a word. Their suits had a zipper over the mouth. Yeah. Anyway, we had to let them go. Yeah. God damn it. They found our one weakness. They won't talk. Yeah. So yeah, if you're in this that sleepy little Somerset village down mm-hmm. in England, uh, yeah, keep an eye out. Keep an eye out for gimps at night. And maybe they're harmless. We don't know. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's like if... Uh, if anything, if they a want member you of, to harm them. If, yeah. A member of Slipknot got lost, but in full costume, and just trying to find their way back, people would be like, they're yeah. terrorizing the neighborhood. Listen, I may look scary, but my name's Corey Taylor, and I'm actually a very nice guy. There's a clown drumming on a uh, keg of beer outside my house, <laughs> and it's confusing me. Yeah. I'm moving on. Movie theater evacuates after a package of highly contagious urine samples is delivered to wrong address. Oof. Yeah, just contagious a, urine. A giant package of piss. I don't know how it could be contagious. Riddled with the flu. Piss that was supposed to be sent for testing showed up at a movie theater. Mm. All they, they could just see the box. It was like, you know, biohazard, highly mm. contagious. So wow, to, these promotions are getting weird. And to evacuate all these people who were, you know, catching some movies during it had a, labels a on it. holiday. Labels on it that said Granny's Peach Tea. <laughs> so weird. Mmm. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Speaking of movie theaters, families left shocked after Frozen 2 screening ends in machete brawl. Well, at least they waited till the end. No, I mean, well, I don't know. It, they, all the articles about this say Frozen 2, but it sounds like everyone who got in the brawl was actually there to see some movie about, like, gang stuff. And oh, so it just happened at the to, movie theater? Yeah, but it was like the it was opening night of Frozen 2, so there was a lot of like little kids and families at yeah. the theater. Yeah, of course. And you know, the violence it, it spread all throughout the building. It was it was a whole Where was this at? Somewhere in England. Yeah. So I mean Do you see the guy that fucking know. thwarted the terrorists with the narwhal tusk? Yeah. I I didn't look into why he had a normal So the, the attack started in this uh, fishmongers thing or whatever. Yeah. And then it went over to the London Bridge. The terrorist, he, he taped the knives to his hands so yeah. that people couldn't rip them away. This guy fucking grabs a narwhal tusk off the wall, starts chasing him and beating him with it. It's pretty badass. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, yeah, it's quick thinking. Yeah. So that's good. The only way to stop a, a bad guy with nice. knives narwhal taped tusk. to his hands is a good guy with a fucking narwhal tusk. Yeah. The other, and the other guy had a fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. Some quick thinking. Yes. Good job, mates. Yeah. Uh, here's some food news. Soul chef A.O. Yun Guan sues Michelin Guide for including his restaurant. I don't want to be associated with a tire company. But he, uh, this guy's like ideologically opposed to the Michelin Guide. He's just like, it ruins the food industry. All these fucking restaurants, they, they, they spend all year waiting for the, the Michelin mystery shopper to like show up. Yeah. And it's just like driving everyone fucking crazy. Well, at least he put his money where his mouth is when he got it. He's like, yeah, I don't fucking want it. Yeah. Well, he had like publicly before been like, I keep my fucking restaurant's name out of your mouth, Michelin Guide. And they yeah. put him in it anyway. He's like, I'm suing him. I don't know how it like works in the Korean legal system, but yeah. he's he, he's like he's uh, doing it. we get calls, you know, every year. Streamies calls up. They say, "Hey, you're gonna win the award." And you're like, "No, don't even fucking don't think don't, about incl- it. don't include." We us. will sue you if you, yeah. if you give us the award. Don't you have to give it to Phil DeFranco again? <laughs> you know you have to. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully they give it like to every some, other year. some more news. Yeah. This please year. give it to uh, yeah. Cody and Katie. Yeah. But we'll say no next year if you call us again. Yeah. Stop calling. All right, moving on. Christmas parade canceled after Love Everybody float sparks threats in Tennessee town. Yeah, this is uh, a story of uh, just how fucking fragile uh, your stereotypical southern town is. Oh, what am I supposed to love a horse? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, this holiday float, the guy, like the theme was Love Everybody. So it, it included like a rainbow flag in there. And... Because the rainbow flag was just simply part of the love everybody float, the entire town became convinced that uh, it was a this gay was pride a, thing. A gay pride. They're trying to turn our Christmas parade into gay pride. People were sending him threats, like, yeah. and uh, eventually the town had to shut the whole fucking thing down. Much like they canceled the entire parade. Much like Floridians shooting at hurricanes. Do you think other people in the South go out and shoot at actual rainbows? Probably. Get out! I ain't no queer. Bang! 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 <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah. We need to get in the truck and fall and see where that rainbow leads to. Yeah, probably going to lead to a gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go in and beat him up. Yeah. Anyways. Cool. LeBron James farts at fans after they ask for his autograph. He's on that uh, reputation rebuilding yeah. uh, quest after the whole China thing. Yeah. yeah. I like I, this. He gave everyone Taco Tuesday. Now he's farting on people. Well, that's, he ate probably a lot of tacos. Mm-hmm. Turns out you eat all these tacos, you get a little bit gassy. And sometimes a fan comes up and asks for an autograph at an inopportune time. Yeah. But why why accept an autograph when I can give you something you're really going to remember? The smell of the inside of my ass. And every time some LeBron does something good, his hairline recedes a little less. Yeah. So he's learning. Bad LeBron. Bad LeBron's going to have a big old thick head of hair. <laughs> yeah, that's how you'll know. Yeah. Female bodybuilder, 82, beats home intruders so badly he had to be taken to hospital. Yeah, this lady, she's a uh, swole old lady. Yeah. She, she broke a table over this guy's body. Like, she picked up a table and beat him up with a table so bad that it broke. And then she's like, he's on the ground, but he's still conscious. So I ran in my kitchen and I got some, like, <laughs> some soap or, like, baby shampoo or some shit. Mm-hmm. I just came back and I poured it all over his eyes to blind him. And then I Good. beat him up a little bit more. Yeah. I, I started hitting him with a broomstick just because, you know, got to gotta subdue the suspect until the police show up. Well, hopefully this didn't happen in America. Oh, it did. You know, that, that intruder's going to sue that woman. Nah, I think it's probably happened in one of those, like, stand-your-ground states. Okay, good. Just like, yeah, I mean, someone steps onto your front porch, you can legally kill them. 
Mm-hmm. We wrote the laws that way because... It gets uh, real weird yeah. every Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Canadian newspaper typo advertises pictures with Satan. <laughs> love it. <laughs> I, I hope they make it a real thing. I would love to go down to the like... The Church uh, of Satan needs to, to yeah. take this over, yeah. Yeah, just... Uh, Fun little holiday, you go sit on Satan's lap, you get your picture taken with him. Yeah. That'd be fucking great, actually. What do you desire? <laughs> do as thou mayest. Uh, yeah, I'd get my picture taken with Satan. Hell yeah. Sure. It'd be I mean, awesome. Yeah. There we go. Give him one of those shirts. Satan doesn't need shirts. Satan lets his chest do the talking. Satan is naked at all times <laughs> and is powered by butthole sunning. Yes. Satan definitely tans his asshole. Yeah. Thieves use truck to pull door off store, but steal only 12-pack of Fago worth maybe $3. Well, um, The FBI is looking into the Juggalo database right now for these yeah, criminals. They, they do have the database, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And, uh, yeah, not to, uh, not to profile, but this sounds like the work of some people that may be down with the clown. <laughs> well, there was lots of cameras on the scene, but as we all know, the facial recognition software cannot we don't handle know who it was. Juggalo makeup. Well, uh, the perfect crime. But hey, they got their Fago. That's good. Well, uh, it, Maybe next time, stock up. The problem is that the door costs a lot more than that Fago and is definitely the crime that they're that after. Is, that is the crime. Yes. It's probably not the Fago they're mad about. No. A man creates dating app where he's the only guy allowed. Well, it's been like a week since this came out. I hope it... Uh, it's not a real app. I know, but I, he definitely got some marketing out of it. It's yeah, like the guy well, who brought the support clown to his firing. Yeah, this guy, he's like clearly... he's. Into, like, the marketing thing. Yeah. This is a great little, like, proof of concept. He did make a, re- a very funny, like, uh, advertisement for it. And, yeah. like, a bunch of screenshots of the fake app where, like, if you scroll, it's just different profiles of the same guy with, yeah. like, slightly different names. Not suspicious at all that he uh, this all blew up right before Thanksgiving when he was about to go home to his hometown. Yeah. See all those high school girls that wouldn't give him the time of day. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it did. You know, meaning the high school girls that are now his age, the ones he went to high school with. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Got to be clear about that. Yes. Your friends from high school. Yeah. Clarify. Grandma and young man she accidentally invited to Thanksgiving are spending their fourth holiday together. The most wholesome story that has come I, out of the modern internet. I love that. Like, I remember when this happened four yep. years ago. It's like, yeah, some old white lady. She thought she was texting her actual grandson, but she she ended up texting this is black high school student who lived in the same area mostly and uh you know they figured out the mix-up and then he like kind of he's just like well can i still come and she's like of course come on by and so he did and they're they're like now it's time on good friends yeah Yeah. it's really great pope dons traditional coat with anime image of his face to greet the japanese (laughs) the pope is pope john pizza this pope is uh he's a big old weeb yeah and no, not not Papa John, the real Pope. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's this man. He's trying to modernize the Catholic Church, and unfortunately, you know that means letting in the weebs and appealing to the weebs. Does and it was he's the, doing it? Was the coat? Was it like his eyes up and crossed with the mouth open? Mm-hmm. No the sweat bead. No, it was it was a very classy, uh, you know, somewhat yeah. anime styled picture. Well, it's of art himself. It's art. It's it was art, obviously. It's not porn. It's art, mom. Yeah. And uh, yeah. When are you getting your uh, anti hentai? Well, I don't know. I, I ordered it. It's a, if it was at Designer Con, it's probably someone local, so it shouldn't take too long. I don't think. I think it's a Japanese company. Though. Well, then might, it'll be a, be a couple one. weeks. Yeah. Couple well, of weeks. Great shirt. I'm glad. 
Glad you ordered it. So, yeah, someone had to get it, <laughs> and I did. Well, anyway, that's it. Uh, glad to be back. If you somehow... Oh, speaking of shirts. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we have all of our fucking merch up. We haven't even been able to tell people about it because we've been gone. Yeah. So uh, we have it, all of our new merch is up. You we got, got a bunch of merch. In the description, there'll be a link. We should post a post a comment to the video and pin it. Yeah. Uh, and with the link on it, we have a whole bunch of new merch. And if you're poor, we have a shirt from RTX that's up as well. Yeah, For only 15 bucks. Our... our uh, Lone Star shirt. Yeah, we're selling it at cost. The cost that it costs us to make and and uh, get it shipped to the offices and all yeah. that. So I think we make like a dollar off that one. Yeah. So buy the other merch if you can. But that that shirt's up for sale if you want to get a little bit extra. And I think the pin is as well. The Lone Star pin. Nice. But the, all the new stuff is amazing. So check it all out. Pick something up uh, because it's a limited release and we really haven't had a lot of time to promote it. So be great if these designs didn't go to waste. So yeah, pick it up. Please. Yeah. Other than that, uh, we'll have a new podcast for you tomorrow. You can check out uh, the previous episodes, which they're very old because we took a week You've off. You've seen them. But uh, if you want to see us making fun of the Cybertruck and, and see a lot of comments. That, everyone loves it. Everyone turned around immediately on that truck, and now they love it. Yeah, we're the weird ones, I guess. Uh, also, like, fuck off. Like, just because 200,000 people dropped 100 bucks, it's fully refundable. Mm-hmm. And Elon Musk is going to make so much interest off of your money. Yeah. You could be making that interest. You just gave a billionaire an interest-free loan. Sucker. You're welcome. We'll see you soon. Bye.